Welcome to a special episode of Seizure Salad titled JoJo's Journey. Joe holds nothing back as he muses over his lifelong struggle with clinical depression, describes his experiences in the Marines and his fight with PTSD, and shares the intimate details of the darkest day of his life. All while driving in rush hour traffic, I hope he was on speakerphone. And now, here's your host and master multitasker, JoJo. Hello, Seizure Salad family. Today is Friday, December 11th. It is just JoJo coming at you for this one. I am currently driving home from work in my work truck, and I just felt like I had a few things to say, so I thought I was going to take this time to kind of go through them, and hopefully you guys want to listen. If not, that's all good, too. Um, It's just one asshole talking anyways. And so... I think, you know, uh, I do want to start off, I do want to say thank you to Micah uh, for kind of including me in his whole journey and everything and giving me these opportunities as well to kind of expand my horizons, which I have definitely kind of really enjoyed. And also, based, and so, but basically what I want to kind of get into, let's just kind of start it off, is like, uh, for those that have been around from the beginning, definitely probably recognize me. Uh, some of the ones that are more recent, maybe not as much. I was definitely a lot more active at the beginning uh, of this when we first kind of kicked it off not that long ago. And I'm, and Mike has kind of touched, you know, he's been very open about, you know, kind of what he's going through and his journey and all that stuff. And uh, we've kind of alluded to it with me a few times and never really done like anything deep dive or and I've never really opened up about it and I really should especially you know because uh, one it definitely probably helps um, I don't have seizures or anything like that which I'm very thankful for for sure especially after you know learning what I have uh, watching Micah kind of go through his journey and uh, I'm very glad for that knowledge too you know it makes you know, it just makes you more aware of just some things that maybe don't get thought about on a day-to-day basis when it's not when it's not when it doesn't have to be right when you don't just when you don't have to be in involved in that life uh it's it's hard to make that choice i I don't want to say it's hard to make that choice to get involved it's just like it's hard to go out of your way to want to learn does that make sense right it's just you know it is a kind of a niche subject right it's very specific uh but anyways besides that but i'm very glad to have been a part of it and like i said we kind of alluded to it but i've never my issue has never been anything like uh like seizures or stuff like that stopping me from doing what i want to do and stuff like that mine has always been i have very crippling uh depression and uh, bouts of ptsd from of of post-traumatic stress disorder from when i was in the marines and the depression's been lifelong. That was, that was, I just came out sad. Um, <laughs> I was born sad. It's all right, guys. Um, but it's been very, it, I notice how it affects me, right? You know, and it's just very, especially depression. It's such a weird, weird thing. And I think one thing that like maybe epilepsy and depression can have in common is it's a very invisible, uh, invisible I don't want to say disease, invisible affliction, all right? Let's go with that, right? And because it's hard to see, right? You can't really see it. Now, with the seizure, like when somebody has a big seizure, you can tell. 
and stuff like that. But we've also talked to Mike about absent seizures where they're not as noticeable and everything else. So like I said, it's very invisible and it can be, and it's, you know, it's called the silent killer, whatever you want to call it. Right. And especially with depression, like there's days where I'll go out and literally I can go to work and I can interact with people. I'm very good. I've I've gotten very good at being able to like hide when uh, how I'm really feeling and also because at work you, you know you've got to check your shit at the door as it is or you know it's like customers don't care how I'm feeling I'm there to fix their internet or whatever else right and so this year is obviously ex- really exacerbated and really kind of pushed and really brought a lot of that to the forefront and I think now more than ever people have taken more of a note on mental health which I'm very glad for but it's also there's a lot of I would say stigmas and misconceptions that kind of come around from that. And, and so, you know, at least for me, like there's days, you know, I I like to be a pretty active guy, right? You know, I, I tend, I try to stay active. I try to always be outdoors if I can. And I think one reason I tend to do that as much as I do is because when I feel good, I want to take advantage of it. I want to ride that high as much as I can. All right, I'm feeling good. I feel motivated. I feel fresh. All right, let's go hike a mountain. Let's go do this. Let's go work out. And partly because the more of that you do, like one, just naturally your body's going to react positively to healthier activities. It really does. And and so for me, that's always just, I love to hike. I love to conquer mountains. You know, it's you versus mother nature. And I think that's fucking an awesome competition. And, you know, and it's also you versus you. And so... And that's a whole other discussion as to why I enjoy that. But there's days uh, when I'm not feeling good. And it's really been, the past few months have really hit hard. And I think it's kind of been almost an overwhelming wave of, the problem is I think I can, when you ride those highs, at least my problem is like, I ride those highs so much, I start ignoring how I'm actually feeling. I'm just out doing things. And then you end up burning yourself out. And then what I do is I completely shut down. I self-isolate. There's been, for pretty much all of September this year, and even like most of August, I would come home from work and I would just lay in bed. I wouldn't turn the TV on. I wouldn't do anything. I would just have the lights off and I would just be on my bed until I fell asleep. And then I would go to work the next day. And on weekends, I would, there's a couple times I didn't get out of bed for like pretty much the entire day, you know? And, and that sucks, you know? And like, and it, it really brings out like this almost self loathing, right? You know, it's like I'm telling myself, like, hey man, like you have everything you need, just fucking grab your camel back and go do an easy hike, go do something that's like a mile, right? Do something simple, just something to get outside. But then it's, you know, you go to put on those shoes and it's just something just, I, I, it's, I physically am just so exhausted. And it's just like, you're physically tired. You, and you, and you end up quitting on yourself. I think it's really what happens. And then I think that is, and then I, I kind of turn into like literally the self-loathing, like self-hatred of myself where I, I don't want, I can't, it's, it's, you know, it's just like, oh, go hike this, it's only a mile, but it's, and then it's, I'm sitting there like, oh, fuck you, you piece of shit, like, you can't even fucking put your shoes on and do it, like, you fucking suck, like, why would you do anything, just fucking lay the fuck back down, that's literally what I tell myself, and that's not a healthy thought process, and, 
and that's in my whole life it's been very difficult to understand that and, if, and especially growing up it wasn't really understood at the time I think you know I mean I was second oldest of six kids and so even at home like I always kind of isolated myself I kind of kept to myself never really did too much and it really it was left unchecked for a very long time I would say as a child for sure and then right after high school I, two weeks after I graduated high school I was on a plane to San Diego and I was in boot camp for the Marines and that was talk about a culture shock I, I don't know what was a bigger culture shock the day I got to Japan or the day I went to fucking boot camp 